I guess I didn't have to wait for you to go live to get the chat. No, now you don't have to. <laughs> I didn't have to before either. I just got to remember, just click on the damn thing and go get the chat. Right. Are you sure we're live? I'm so confused. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Don't mind Addy, he is lost, screwing up his whole <laughs> <laughs> computer. How is everybody this morning? I don't see anybody in there. I know. It's telling me you got five people watching. What's going on then? I don't know. I even go to live chat and there ain't nobody here. I know. Nobody feels like talking today, apparently. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's your prerogative. We'll wait for a couple people to start chatting. Oh, there There's we go. Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Nubs. Thank you, Nubs. Hey, Tell Lux. There Lux. they all come. Nubs. They're all coming at once. They're, we're getting raided. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Nubs, for sharing out. Nubs is the bomb. He is. He's the link thrower master and sharer outer master. He's just the master. Can you guys hear me okay? Hear, hear us, I should say. I was messing with the whole audio. Somebody, anybody? Can you hear us? Hello. Yes, Lex, we're following each other on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Freaky Geek. I'm Moon Shadows. <laughs> She's probably sitting there going, oh, yeah. <laughs> Freaky Geek, I can't hear me, but you all are fine. <laughs> And Freaky News Friday starts. <laughs> yes, Freaky News Friday. There we go. Wow. D-Live chat is like putting everything backward. Hey, Scooks. Hey, Scooks. Awesome. Good evening, Miss Nicole. Hello, Andy. What's up, Andy? That's okay. That's all right. Trust me. I uh, do that too. I'm like, oh, is that you on <laughs> Twitter? Trust me. I, I I know what it's like getting your shit together. I couldn't figure out how to get chat going for a minute. Yeah, you guys missed it all. He was <laughs> putting everything on just different screens. He was screwing it all up. <laughs> I just I wasn't screwing it up. I was just hiding shit on myself. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't figure out where the hell I put it. How is everybody day? That's about it, Nicole. Yes. <laughs> what? She put up a little doggy that's got the eyes going like this. What well, just popped up? No, it didn't even show up on YouTube. It, it's there. It's in the chat. 
I see it. On YouTube? Yeah. Mm. It's the little icon, honey. You can't see it. <laughs> really good. All right, let's see here. Now, I was messing with the audio. You know how that works. That's why I asked if you guys could hear me. Because we know what happens when Missy messes with the audio. But I'm trying to see if you guys can hear this now. Oh, I don't have enough. Can somebody put the <laughs> WTF in the, the D-Live? Because I don't have enough currency. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't give myself enough money. I didn't give myself enough moon cookies. Did you guys hear the yay for Way the ice cream? Back. Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream, by the way. <laughs> hey, Mulan. <laughs> All right, Lex. Woo. Hi, Mulan. <laughs> I'm still confused, but... That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Pammy, that's not good. Patrick, thank you so much for the ice cream. I don't see any of that coming up. On mine. You look on mine. What do you mean, look on yours? Where my picture is. On the feed? Yes. Yeah, nothing pops up on mine. Okay. Do you guys hear the cheering? I'm trying to fix this. The Yeah, DLive chat is slow. You're right about that. So is YouTube right at the moment. My computer, the, the Wi-Fi's got to wake up. See, you can't even get it right. I still don't have enough currency. <laughs> Nubs, Nubs likes turtles, in case anybody didn't know that yet. Eddie always complains. What the hell am I complaining about? All I said is it's not popping up on my damn computer. <laughs> That's what I get for getting hand-me-down shit. <laughs> Hear the what? My ex <laughs> been exercising my eardrums, so everything's kind of muted. I don't want to know how you, never mind. I'm not even going to ask Andy that. Um, if you hear the cheering when somebody donated a, a ice cream. I can't see where the ice creams are done. You know what? When I pulled it up, Freaky Geek, when I first, there's Ron, my mooner over there. Hey, um, Ron. When I first pulled up DLive to pop out the chat, the chat didn't come up. I had to wait a couple seconds. <laughs> right, Andy? Andy knows me all too well. He does. That's yes, why I love him. An <laughs> obsession with the turtles and nubs. It is. Who's thinking of lemons? Did you hear it? No, I can see oh. where it says, thank you so much for this lemon squeeze. Thank you, Nicole, for the lemon. Can, can somebody do the WTF? Somebody did. No, they didn't, honey. That's the donations. I did the WTF, but I don't have enough moon cookies. Oh, was it you? <laughs> I don't have any moon cookies. 
Thank you, Patrick, for the lemon. Lemons. See, it doesn't say who sang it. It just says Tidy Labs. Thank you for so much for the lemon squeeze. No, it says Patrick Mayer. It says his name. Look closely. I'm looking right at it. Freaky it says, thank you for the diamond. And it doesn't say that he sent it either. It just says, oh, Shiny, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Let's eat turtles. Let's not and say we did. You ate your moon cookies, Ron? Damn it all. <laughs> Nubs, Ron, where's Harry? Scoog, your cat, your cat is named Lexi? Good name. It don't work with you, Andy, at the WTF. No, Andy, it's, it's, she's not going to get hungry. I, I already uh, gave her yogurt. <laughs> yes, he did. He gave me key lime Chobani yogurt. Yes. Yes, big league Chobani. So I'm all right right now, and I got my coffee, so we're good. We're good. But hell, I got a hell of a deal. You did. You did. It, it was delivered to our store as one of our products, but we don't carry this this flavor of Chobani. So they consider it a mispick. So everything gets marked off half price so we can get rid of it because it's not even supposed to be in our store. So I just bought the whole goddamn case for under 10 bucks. <laughs> I don't want to know why Harry is on your butt. <laughs> you don't want to know why his Harry his butt's Harry? No, but he came up with a good idea of putting graham crackers on there, and we have graham crackers, so. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> hey, just Jim, how you doing, hon? How you doing, Jim? Putter, is your cat's name Patrick? Okay, did you guys hear that? Did you hear that? You didn't hear that? No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't know why it's not doing it. And then, like, when somebody sent lemons or, or the diamond, it doesn't say who sent it. It just says Tidy Lab, and then it says, you know, ooh, shiny, thank you. Hey, Maria. How you doing? Hi, Maria. Welcome. I don't know why, I don't know what else to do to put the, get, let you guys hear that. She's just being greedy. She's hogging it to herself. No, I'm not. I'm trying to get everybody to hear it. Oh, that sucks. I don't know what else to put on there. I just don't. See, now it says Tidy Labs. I've never been happier to get a brain freeze. Thank you. But it doesn't say who sent it. Oh, see, I see it up there. I see it. So, thank you, Freaky Geek, for the ice cream. Are you talking about the small chat box next to our... Cameras? Yes. Fuck, I can't read that little goddamn thing. <laughs> I don't think I can read that with my fucking glasses on. Oh, Nicole's got french fries. Wait well, I don't know. Are fries, french fries in Belgium? This is why I'm confused. I got three different fucking chats going. What the hell? Oh no, see Freaky Geek, what happens is you gotta go live so I can donate lemons to you. Put your binoculars on, Eddie. Well no. 
Oh no, it's not three different fucking. It's the same fucking chat as over there. Freaky News Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking quit. <laughs> She's got English. For all Thank British. you guys. Oh my god. Thank you for the diamond, Nicole. She said. Belgian fries, because we invented them. Okay. So I'm going to start calling them, instead of French fries, I'm going to, but they're the same thing, right? I'm going to start calling them Belgian fries. Hey, JP. Hey, JP. How you doing, hon? Thank you, Scoop, for the ice cream. I give up. I don't see shit. <laughs> I'll let you know if somebody donates something. Except Andy, because he goes out on a whim and freaking does it, and he has to tell me. American fries? But they're not American fries, they're Belgian fries. Nicole will tell you. They're just fucking fries. <laughs> Either way, I want some. We'll just call them curly fries, and we'll solve that problem. No, curly fries are different. They're still fucking fries. Yes, but they're different than French fries. No. Or Belgian fries. Sorry. You're the same fucking thing. Flemish fries? That's gross. When you someone coughs up a lung oyster on your chips. That's gross. You have sweet tater fries? Oh, those are good, too. Those are good, too. But I bet you, Andy, they slide down real easy. Shut <laughs> up. That's disgusting. <laughs> you guys are gross. I'm sorry for everybody that's reading that chat. <laughs> Freaking leave it to Andy. Just block out what Andy says if you've got a weak stomach. <laughs> well, I don't know, because oysters, man, that's like a fucking booger in a half shell. It is. Hey, Heather. How you doing, hon? Hi, Heather. Arby's fries? Yes, vinegar and sea salt. Absolutely. Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. See, it's not even... I don't go to Arby's no more. Do you know why? Because they had poppers. we don't have one here. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a good reason, too. All right, so when I was in New York, we had an Arby's. But I used to love going to Arby's for their poppers, their jalapeno poppers, because they had this purple sauce. Well, they got rid of the purple sauce. And plus, it was right next door to my job, and because of where I worked, we got a discount, so it was easy <laughs> to go get jalapeno poppers. And, um... Oh, turtle burger, boogers. Why do I got to look at shit when it gets fed on there? <laughs> See, the thing about that scoop with fish and chips. Anyway, hold on one second. They got rid of the purple sauce, so I'm, I'm, I banned Arby's. Bastards. That's right. Was well, that it? The Bronco Berry? Is that what that was called, Jim? I couldn't remember. I just remember it was purple. <laughs> oh, Scott's not in here. He can't say purple. No. Uh, he, they might be reeling back. Uh, in case you guys didn't hear, um, it, well, I guess it wasn't too far from Scott's house. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I understood him correctly, if it happened in the hospital or outside of the hospital. But um, it sounds like a disgruntled boyfriend went in and stabbed his ex-girlfriend and her mother to death. And if I understood right, it was inside the hospital. And they were both nurses. Yep, both nurses. 
And then I guess when he left, he purposely rammed into the side of a bridge trying to commit suicide. So everybody, if you just take a second, you know, I know you guys don't know. We don't know him. But, you know, uh, send speed and healing and that to their families and that. It's a tragic case that happened and it should have never happened. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Mustard, yeah. Mustard. I like the honey mustard. That's my. That's what I use on my salads. Moon cookies have been distributed to active users. That's right. Now, if I could just get the sound, people could use moon cookies. Because I got to put the fart sound in there for Nicole. <laughs> oh, thank you, Heather. Thank you so much, Heather, yeah. Streamlabs, Streamlabs, but hey, Steve. What's up, Steve? What's up? Streamlabs decided it was going to work today. That's always nice. If you're new here, please hit the subscribe if you would like, and, and like this show if you'd like. <laughs> it's a little bit corny this morning. Hey, Jim, I'm already two beers into a six-pack. You need to catch up. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Come on now. Well, then again, I just got home from work. Yeah, he's still at work. So today we are, of course, talking about Freaky News Friday. Yes, I know high CPU usage, whatever. Today's show, we're going to start out with two things that are um, not on the list, but we're going to be talking about for our ghost story of the week, the mysterious case of the ghost serial killer. Yeah, he killed off fucking Cheerios and life and <laughs> poor Captain Crunch didn't stand a chance. <laughs> if you're new here, do you see what I go through? <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, but see, I went to work at one o'clock in the morning, Jim. I know, right, Andy? What did he say? Where is it? Oh. But you should be used to that, Andy. You should be really used to that. Uh, Me not being able to speak. Come on now. Well, uh, the other's having trouble laughing. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to talk about somebody else's on the moon, a remote viewing and a strange saga of George Leonard. Then we're talking about rare Martian minerals discovered, found in Antarctica. I'm well aware of that, Heather. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, see, Patrick's used to it. Hurry back, Freaky. <laughs> then the Navy finally speaks about the bizarre UFO patent experiments. Damn, Jim does 12-hour days? Fuck that. <laughs> quit, Jim. Just fucking quit. <laughs> and the la and last but not least, the most craziest monsters out there. As always, if you're listening into the podcast portion of this, come on over to the YouTube. 10 a.m. Alaskan time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. Different subject every day of the week. Well, I try. Yeah. Sometimes it rolls into all into UFOs, you know, because we can't stop talking about them. But of course, then we got our clips that we're going to watch for the week. 
um, our UFO clips, our ghost clips, whatever clips I <laughs> put up there. All good, Heather. All that good stuff. Ron, thanks for that uh, little uh, shout-out there. Don't forget, Shadows has a store. That's right, I do have a store. I don't think it's on my Streamlabs. <laughs> I should probably put it up there. It is on my Facebook page. Yeah, what the fur? I know, right? Um, It's on my Facebook page, Shadows of the Moon. Part of it is. And then the other parts on a link in my on my page. I'm not saying this would be mean or, or mad or but it, it, Scoop says when she does her live she'll try to either go earlier than you. And and I look at it this way. We've been at the same time since we've been doing shows. Two years now. <laughs> Whether or not you're gonna go early, you're gonna go late, you're gonna set it when I set it, I'm still setting mine for my my same exact time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no worries. I, you know, I was like that when I started. Um, hey, Ellen. Hey, Ellen. How you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. When I started doing it, I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. That was my biggest thing. You know what I mean? Um, but that's the thing is you're not stepping on my toes if you seriously. Anybody wants to go live at any time, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Exactly. And like my We're all is, here to have fun and chat and shoot the shit. And, and like my theory is, when I do my lives on Saturdays and Sundays, if you don't make the show, you don't make the show. You yeah. don't have to apologize for it. Everybody has a life outside of this computer. So don't feel like you're obligated to show up just because I went live. Exactly, yeah. Bureau clock. Yeah, exactly, Andy. Hey, Amertha Aliens. How you doing? Welcome, welcome. Welcome back, JP. Yes, if you haven't checked out JP's channel, definitely check him out. He does some great freaking videos, scary videos, ones that I can't watch it at night. Like when Eddie's in bed or whatnot, I'm like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> exactly, Andy. You see, Andy knows. He just sets it for beer and walk. That's right. <laughs> so there's a Super Bowl ad. To get things started off here, we're about that time in. Hey, aliens. Um, to start things off, there's going to be a new Super Bowl ad. A new Super Bowl? A Super Bowl, yes. No, Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's only stupid because the Bills didn't make it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but get this, guys. You could be one among four people to join the first all-civilian mission to space. Yep. Thank you for the Lamones, Heather. See, now that popped up, but the sound didn't. Yeah, that's the one. I, that's where I'm having a problem is getting the sounds out. But earlier, the, hey, London, Souls? the London wasn't even popping up. Oh. But this time the London popped up, but it, I had no sound. Um, yeah, the Super Bowl. <laughs> what's up, Vinny? <laughs> so, what's going on is SpaceX, this is this fall, Inspiration 4 launches its first all-civilian mission to space, and you could be on board. Yeah, like I want to toss my cookies over everybody else. Entitled Join Us, the ad features a close-up of a spacesuit reflecting the four pillars of the mission, which I think this is cool. Leadership, hope, generosity, and prosperity. The commercial was directed by actor-producer Bryce Dallas Howard. Um... 
but so here SpaceX is set to make history with an all civilized civilian. I was gonna say, She's gonna say civilized. I know, right? Also, civilian <laughs> mission to space slated for the fourth quarter of 2021. The company announced earlier this week the pilot of the CEO of Shift 4 Payments, 37-year-old Jared Isaacman, who is an already an accomplished pilot. Inspiration 4 is named for the four people taking the trip and seeks to raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Isaacman says he is donating the other three seats to crew members who will be selected to represent the mission pillars of the leadership, hope, generosity, and prosperity. Two of the seats will go to St. Jude, the final crew member chosen through an online competition. Potential volunteers must either make a minimum of $10 donation to St. Jude via the Inspiration4 website or launch an online store with Shift for Shop, an e-commerce solution. That's what he owns. Um, but I thought that was cool. The Inspiration crew, and I will put this link in chat. Hey, Ron, Ron had a good question. And, and first off, uh, congratulations, Vinny, for hitting almost 300 subs. Well, uh, 250, I should say. And then Ron Definitely. asked, Ron wants to know, are you allowed to smoke on board or do you have to step outside? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I would want to know that since I'm a smoker. Well, I don't think you can roll down the windows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be a good way to suck out the smoke. Yeah, you don't... You cannot tell me you smell smoke in the other compartment, motherfucker. <laughs> right? So, like it said, um, the commander and benefactor is Jared Isaacman. He's an accomplished jet pilot. And he's the one, he bought these tickets. He bought these freaking tickets. I can imagine how much he paid. A minimum $10 donation to St. Jude's. No, not him. He, he's smart ass. Um... Right, Jim? <laughs> no, Eddie, the most important question is, could we take some beer with us? Oh, no, there ain't going to be no question about that. I'm, it's going to be like a movie theater. I'm packing that shit in my pants and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> the thing of it is, is the first, like I said, the first thing, uh, crew member is Hope. That's to be announced, obviously. And that's a St. Jude ambassador with direct ties to the mission. I think that's wonderful that he's doing this all for St. Jude's, too. That's true. You know, um, it says, <coughs> who, uh, uh, the director has direct ties to the mission and exemplifies the pillar of hope as well as the courageous vision upon which St. Jude was founded. Compassion, unity, equality, and inclusion. Really? No, that's the initials of the people on this thing? Or? No, that's the crew member seats. That's what they're oh, right. oh, that's Okay. Yeah. So... Welcome back, Freaky. Welcome back, Freaky Geek. The second one is Generosity, an individual who supported the St. Jude mission, finding cures and saving children. And that's the donation button. And then Prosperity is an inspirational entrepreneur who will use the power of Shift for Shop to launch their dream business. So, I mean, there's two ways of winning. You can start a business or you can donate to St. Jude. And that's, to me, that's pretty cool. I think your chances are even better if you do both. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. 
But I, I think it's cool that he's taken one of those seats that's for an ambassador um, of St. Jude. So I, I think that's really, really freaking cool, if you ask me. Well, he's a fucking, he's a pilot anyways. Right, and everybody's going to be trained. You're going to go to NASA and, and train. Yeah, I mean, you'll go through all the, the training that astronauts did, but and you the, will not be certified as astronaut. Uh, I don't know. You might, though. No. Don't you have to? Huh? To be on a crew mission, wouldn't you have to? I mean, I really didn't. No, because if, if you no, stop thinking about your pay. If they if they classify you as an actual. Oh astronaut. yeah, because it's a civilian yep. trip. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I I certainly wouldn't probably want to do it. I, I don't think I'd want to go into space, but I think it would be fun going and, and doing a simulator shit in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you, uh, obviously. Pammy's like, why no clock? <laughs> hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yep. Um, <laughs> Especially over in the UK. <laughs> right? I don't, I mean, obviously you're going to go through all the health treatment, you know, whatever they do, the physical and everything to make sure you're all right to go up there. Well, Jim, he is going somewhere. If he's going to go do space travel, he's definitely going somewhere. <laughs> Everybody, you know, you're supposed to watch. That's the biggest thing. You're supposed to watch all the rich people, what they're doing while they're buying freaking land in Australia Is and he, they're going to space. They're, they're trying to teach you how not to spend your money. <laughs> no, because no, that's how you know something's up, man. They're buying bunkers in Australia and heading to space. We're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Andy. <laughs> there are a few people that should go. Yeah, I know a few that should go, too. Right. But I'm scared they'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So, welcome if anybody's here that I missed. I'm sorry if I missed you. I don't think we've missed anybody. Okay. Another big asteroid coming this way? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, we'll blow that up before it gets here. They're asking $55 million just to visit the space. No thanks. Well, this this trip, I um because I first heard about it, I'm not going to lie, I first heard about it last night on Jimmy Church's show, and he was talking about it, and I thought, oh, this is cool. Then it popped up on one of my news feeds that I use for uh, Freaky News Friday, and I'm like, well, yeah, I like sharing this shit. So, Go ahead. Well, this is fresh on No. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sure everybody has seen that, that, and on Facebook, Lady Gaga fucking Oreos. It, well, it, they're, they're packaged in pink. It says Lady Gaga okay. on it. All right. And everybody probably thinks, well, this is another bullshit thing. You know, it is fucking real. Did it come into the store? I stalked them on the fucking show. <laughs> Lady motherfucking Gaga Oreo cookies. <laughs> hey, you know. Is she going broke? <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, like I was saying about the, the space shuttle, it's uh, not going to the space, uh, yeah. Space I, station? Yeah, the space station. Thank you. It's going to have to go to the space no, station. No, it's not. It's going around the Earth. They're going to have enough shit to get it all the way around and come back? Yeah, and there's going to be experiments on there. That they're going to do little experiments. Yep, they're going to take a pee out in the open and see how far it floats. Hey, beep, beep. 
AB, you're going to have contests to see who can piss into the fucking thing from the furthest distance. <laughs> there you go. You talk about a controlled stream. <laughs> I'd be scared, though. I'd be afraid of starting to pee and that shit just come right up into your face. You know what I'm <laughs> Drink up, motherfucker. Oh, my God. All right. We need to get on with this show. Yes. So the first thing we have up today is our ghost story of the week. It's all about the mysterious case of the ghost serial killer. Nicole just spent 20 moon cookies. Clint Mooncake time! Wow. That's what you're supposed to hear. Not me singing. No, but. I mean, Chad just went like... <laughs> and it's like, as long as they don't experiment on me. <laughs> I think I'm dangling my tack off for the porthole and taking a week. You got another thought coming. <laughs> so it says, it's not unusual for a serial killer to remain on a loose for a while. But one specific case that I'm about to discuss baffled experts for many years. <laughs> and the conclusion was surprising, to say, say the least. For 16 long years, authorities were convinced that a serial killer was on the loose somewhere in Germany. This individual, who authorities named the Ghost of Hellebron, left DNA evidence from numerous crime scenes. The ghost killer serial killer's journey began back in 1993 when a 62-year-old woman um, was found strangled in her home. The mysterious DNA appeared on a cup of tea. The only thing the DNA revealed is that it belonged to a woman, but not the victim. The same DNA appeared again in 2001 on a scene at the scene of where a 61-year-old man was strangled to death in his home and the DNA was found in the kitchen drawer near the deceased individual's body. It was found in the kitchen drawer? Yeah. It said it was found in a kitchen drawer. So I wonder if it was, they were reaching in. I don't know. Why would, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Since the two murders were similar in nature and they occurred less than 300 kilometers apart, it's 186 miles for normal people, Sorry to hear that, Vinny. It, uh, I don't know, Freaky Geek, how ghosts leave DNA. <laughs> it seems as though the serial killer was on the loose. The DNA appeared again just five months later in a heroin syringe found on a playground. Well, now, that I, that I can understand. Was the serial killer also a drug addict? It appeared to be a stolen caravan in the bad... Kuznak. Hurry back, Andy. It reappeared in a stolen caravan in a bad Kuznak. I'm probably saying that wrong. It's German. And then in a bar that was robbed in Karlsruhe. That's one busy criminal. Then all in, over the place. Th right? Then in 2005, a man fatally shot by his brother in Worms. His brother in Worms? Yeah, apparently Worms is a German country or city or something. But the mysterious female DNA showed up on the bullet. Hurry back, Scoops. Did the man have an accomplice? The crimes didn't finish in Germany, as the unknown DNA appeared on several different crime scenes. Armored robberies, car thefts, and murders in France and Austria. Interestingly, 
none of the accused ever implicated a female at the crime. The last crime committed by the ghostly serial killer occurred in Hellebron in 2007 when two strangers entered a police car and shot both officers who were sitting in the front seats. For you want to know how many years apart were is it, or does it not say? It's, there's, the first one, hold on, I'll have to scroll back up just a minute. The first one, um, well, it starts out 16 long years. Oh, so there's some time gap between each one. Okay, the first one was in 93. Then another one in 2001, and then another one in 2005. So at least four years apart between each one. And then 2007, with this last one, where they went in a police car and shot the officers in the front seat. Um, the officer died. All right, Vinny, take it easy, brother. I'm sorry to hear about your loss. I'm so sorry to hear about that, Vinny. You need somebody to talk to, brother. Just give me a message. Take care, hon. The last crime committed by the ghostly serial killer occurred in Hellebron in 2007 when, the stranger entered, when two strangers entered a police car and shot both officers who were sitting in the front seats. The officer, one officer died while the other was injured. The mysterious DNA was found on the back seat of the patrol car. Police had enough and offered a monetary reward to whoever who could identify the mysterious serial killer. Hundreds of women in the German, France, Italy, and Belgium, Belgium, Nicole, of course, were swabbed for DNA, but none of them matched the ghost of Hellebron. The mystery, the mystery was finally solved in 2009. It was something that surprised everyone. When French authorities found the charred remains of a body who they believed was a man seeking asylum back in 2002, they analyzed his fingerprints, which revealed the mysterious female DNA. At that point, they realized, huh? Sex change. At that point, they realized that perhaps it wasn't a serial killer, but accidental police contamination. They eventually confirmed that the DNA did, in fact, belong to a woman who was working at a medical supply company in the packaging chain. It was the same company that supplied materials to police labs that performed studies on evidence found at crime scenes. It was concluded that the ghost of Hillebron never committed numerous crimes or even existed. Pretty messed up, right? So there wasn't a serial killer. And it was the charred remains of a man that had a female's DNA. No. Okay. I'm confused now. It was a lady that, it was in, already in the medical supplies when they went to take samples in that. It was somebody that worked for the police medical supply. Oh, they were getting their DNA the, the, on the stuff. So every time they'd go to test some DNA, her stuff would be on there. Her DNA would be on there. It's pretty messed up. Yeah. Right? Accusing somebody of committing murder that's already dead. Here they thought this, they had this, like, you know, 16 years. It's a long time to think you have a serial killer on your hands. 
And, and the person that's committing these murders is already dead. Right? No. Then what DNA are they finding? The woman that w packages the material for the police swabs and that. Well, how the hell is her DNA getting in it? She didn't glove up. I don't know. Glove up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nicole is the killer. Hey, Jax, thank you for the follow on DLive. Sorry if I'm yelling. That's music's loud in my ear. Yes, actually, Freaky, that's what it's coming down to. The person that was packing all the supplies that they need to do a crime scene with was getting their DNA all over the shit. I'm surprised it took him 16 years to figure that out. I know, right? Now, hold on. This woman works for either the police department or the hospital or... The medical supply. Okay. She was on the package. So her DNA should be on file. So if they... Not if she's a packer. She works for the fucking police it's department. It's a medical supply place. Okay, sure okay. Her DNA's still going to have to be... Her fingerprint, something's going to have to be somewhere. Working at a hospital? What, you... you you don't think they don't have a copy of your fucking fingerprints and shit? No. You out of your fucking I've world. never been to... No. Oh, that's right. We're in Alaska now, though. <laughs> the only the only state I know that you ain't allowed to work at the hospital if you're a smoker. But they stopped <laughs> that two years ago. Yeah. You're a smoker, you can't work there. Why did they call it a copy cat and not a copy dog? <laughs> I don't know, Nicole. I don't know. <laughs> they don't have my crap. I flush it. <laughs> I was thinking, you know what I was thinking as I was reading that? I didn't think copycat murder. I thought maybe like a whole family of killers. <laughs> you know what I mean? The DNA's in there. So down the line, it kept snowballing. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, that's why there was two people in the cop car killing the cops because it was like the mother showing the son how to do it or something. <laughs> this is not fucking Freddy. Or Jason, I mean. <laughs> you know, that's... Michael Myers' mom. Oh, good boy. You chopped him up really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Hey, Jack. <laughs> Mama, Mama's proud of you. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you, reading a story like that, what are you supposed to think? I mean, really. You can come up with a lot see, of fucking See, Freaky was right on board with me with that. Yeah, it was seemed like, you know, okay, the kid's coming of age, let's show him how to kill. That's right. <laughs> People make you mad, this is what you do. <laughs> That's normal, right? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Hi, like Jack. I, said, I hope you know, you're doing you well. You were huh? born and raised in fucking New York, so. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, as close to, according to the thing that I did on Facebook, I'm still supposed to be there. No, no, no. That's where it says you should live. Yeah, I should live. <laughs> Been there, done that. Nope, don't know why. <laughs> Even though you left there four years ago. Yes. And when, it's one of them stupid games, you know, you can answer a couple of questions to tell you where you should live or, you know. I did it because a friend of mine's friend got Alaska. And 
she actually got Massachusetts. Tina got Massachusetts. Well, that's where she was. That's where she lives, right? So I was seeing if I could get Massachusetts. Welcome back, Scoop. Um, <laughs> oh, that's wow, what, the frog farts a heart. Does it really? Did I miss that? I, oh, it does. I don't get any of that, so it don't matter. <laughs> Just shut up talking about whatever it does and says or whatever because I don't see anything. <laughs> so the next story we I'm got is, all of is Terrence McKenna, did masculine science cause UFO sightings? Historically, science has been used to help prevent us from jumping to irrational conclusions, right? No. <laughs> Especially conclusions drawn about whether mysterious aircraft are controlled by extraterrestrial beings. Some would argue that the scientific method helps humans stay grounded in a material reality and doesn't lead to flights of fancy. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> but in one of his lectures, um, Terrence McKenna shares a more controversial theory asserting that masculine rationalization and science may have caused UFO sightings. And I get this. I, I totally get this. He says UFOs could be hallucinations intentionally brought on by the divine feminine. And we'll explain if you guys don't know what that is. Well, parts of the universe in this feminine entity wants to shake our foundations and challenge what we know and it wants to warn us. McKenna says that being too science-minded is causing us to be cold, unfeeling, unfeeling rationalists who will continue to, to, to man, it's really bad today, to destroy our planet. What UFOs are doing is eroding faith in science, a system which has led which has led us to the brink of global um, catastrophe. Thank you. I really believe that we have moved so far from an awareness of the feminine portion of our psyche that now the divine feminine, Jesus, the female part of our brain, must present itself in consciousness under the guise of extraterrestrial or interdimensional invaders. Hey, Matt, how you doing, hon? See? See, he knows the inbred cannibal Phil. Yeah, that's what I thought that last story was. Honey, Matt came in like five minutes ago. I'm sorry, I was reading. I said hi. I didn't hear you. <laughs> but I get that, right? No, well, I, I don't think science is used for selfish reasons. I mean, I use science all the time to try to be logical about different things. Um, doesn't always work with my brain, but, you know. Um, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> um, because if you read up on it, like, you have your logical side of your brain, and you have your, which is the d divine masculine and the divine feminine. And... See, now you could say that word just fine then. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I got, apparently, I got to use it with masculine. Um, but the, the masculine part is our scientific, our logic. And the feminine part is our unconscious, our, our like, fantasy, all that good stuff. I agree so it kind of like when I say, 
how I explain when I do a spell and it works, I know it's going to work and I know it works. I've seen it for many years work, but my scientific brain is like, how does it work? I want to know. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like that argument that I have. That's why I understand this. Um, to clear up some of this counterculture hippie speak, the definition of the goddess varies across religions and philosophies. We're not interested in that. Well, we are interested in that. But so he's basically saying because so much science is in the world right now that our, our conscious and our, our left side of the brain is like, come on, there's got to be that balance. So it's creating these tulpas, which we've talked about before, which I think some of these UFOs are. It's creating the tulpas in the sky, so therefore it's our brains doing it. Some of them. I'm not saying all of them. But some of them are. If that makes sense. Does that make sense to you guys? Um, the UFO is nothing more than an assertion of the goddess by the goddess into history, saying the science and govern uh, and driven our organizations. We have gone far enough. We're going to turn the world upside down. Your science is going to show what it is, nothing more than a pleasant metaphor. McKenna says, science is something, uh, meta theory, at those whose feet, every point of view from astrologically to acupressure to channeling needs to be laid to have the hand of science announce thumbs up or thumbs down. So McKenna says that when a society begins to evolve in a lethal direction, as our world has, the overmind, a term used in science fiction to refer as a hive mind or collective consciousness, will make the decision to corrode ideologies that we are having that are having detrimental effects. So I get it. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Maybe what but what I say in the military was real as you and me. No, I'm not saying all all Patrick, I'm not saying like all UFOs are topos. Not at all. I think they've there's three categories in my mind. I'm not saying this is just my belief. Three categories is some of them are tulpas. Some of them, you know, we, we produce. Um, some of them, I, I totally believe the whole government. I believe that their government, the ones that come down on Earth, are, are that have abducted people, I think, believe that's government. I really do, just in the studying that I've read. And the third one is interdimensional beings. I believe there's a lot of them. I think they're around us all the time, just like spirits are. That's just my belief. So I'm no, in no way saying that every UFO you see in the sky is made up. Not at all. I'm just saying there's a portion that could be. If that makes sense. Self-induced? Kinda, yeah. But, topas you can make into real things. Like Slenderman, you know. We've talked about Slenderman, and to me, that's a talpa. It was a, uh, a fake <clears throat> creature, 
right, that was made up to for a video game or a movie or something like that. And people really believed in it, so it became, now people are finding them all over the place. We can manifest whatever we want to manifest. That's why we have to be careful. If you watch Kindred Spirits, that kind of did that the other day or last couple weeks on their show where they changed a spirit's story and got EVPs about it. We have to be careful. That's what I'm saying is when we go investigating, when we go, you know, monster hunting, whatever. You have to be very careful of how your mind is thinking and working. Heather's asking about Mothman then. Mothman, to me, I think, to me, I don't know. Hey, Mittens, how you doing, honey? I believe Mothman is a protector. I believe it's to heed, or to, to uh, give show, warning. Give warning, yeah. Like, they, like when they kept seeing him around that bridge before it yeah. finally collapsed. Yeah. But everybody thought he was the one that caused it to happen. When he was trying to warn everybody it was going to happen. And I believe he's interdimensional. Same as Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Um, I believe he is a forest protector. I believe he's interdimensional. I do believe he's interdimensional. I don't believe that he flies around in flying saucers. But I do believe there are portholes that he can travel through because he'll be spotted in one state, and the next day he's not there. He's completely across the fucking states in, in, in a completely another state with no sign of where he went in this state. Right, Matt. Matt says, I believe in small UFOs, but not something that size of Texas floating around or above Manhattan in the middle of the day. Yeah. Well, that's, Matt, that's a whole other thing where I believe that's... Um, Something like that, if we were to see something like that, the first thing I would think of was um, a hologram from the government. I'm sorry, I'm just, when it comes to that stuff, I believe that I can understand why the government would, would try to scare us all into becoming one, like 9-11. They're trying to um, submiss- put us in a submission hole. Right, yeah. To, you know, everybody's got to come, and we got to go by what government says because of the fact that, you know, we're under attack. That's why everything's always evil. <laughs> Scoop says she believes Mothman's real. I believe he's real, but I don't believe he uh, depicts what everybody thinks he looks like. I think it was somebody's idea, and it just grew from there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can understand that thought of reasoning or reason of thought i mean the only people that i know and i know that it, you know it's a far set shot any grown human being has wings as an angel did you Jax? Jax saw said she saw the phoenix lights that's awesome another another the phoenix lights is another showing of how hurry back matt hurry back matt how the government works like that senator that saw the phoenix lights didn't come out with his story until after but made fun of the whole thing for a news conference about the phoenix lights of course he made fun of it because he was pressured Everyone is pressured. That's every president has gone in saying, "Oh, we're going to disclose UFO stuff." 
But what happens? It gets pushed to the back because they get pressured. Okay, Matt, no problem, hon. Well, that's what sucked about when they closed down. Right? Yeah, Jax, that's, uh, that's understandable, exciting. Yeah, that I'd be the same way. See, the reason I, I started doing UFO research and that, I, I'm honestly pissed off um, when it comes to UFO stuff is because of the fact that I think it's bullshit that people have wrecked people's lives because of what they thought they believed or what they seen, what they, you know, heard, whatever. And been put, lives have been destroyed because people have said, I've seen UFOs and they get put in the nut house. Their families leave them. People the friends look at them like they're fucking, you're on drugs. Exactly. And that's all from the government. I'm really not a government hater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not a government hater, but I believe it all stems, and it pisses me off. It really fucking pisses me off. And here, you think of the new government was just busy with their new job. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's not get into the government thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a few things that piss me off about our government right now, and I just don't really want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Justin says, I think we should do a request for unclassified documents for Sasquatch and see what. Well, I mean, Colorado's. Oh, I missed who that was. Nicole. Oh, Nicole, thank you. I've seen the picture, but I couldn't hear anything. I know. It's. I'm sorry. The audios. I don't know what to do. I honestly mm. don't know what to do. I got an idea what to do. What? Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I go through? <sighs> that was kind of funny, though. <laughs> oh, hilarious. I know, it was a fucking real knee slapper. <laughs> All right. All right. Give, give my heads up to here. Yeah, I know, right? I wonder if, no, because that would cause a knock because you guys, I don't know. What's that? Wouldn't you if turn I, off the microphone? If I put on my speakers. Yeah, that, 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 no, that, that will, because your mic's going to pick it up. You can try it. Okay, see. give me a moon cookie or something, guys, over in D-Live. I, W, or exclamation point, WTF, exclamation rock, or I forgot the other one. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, okay, Jax, we're not trying to tell you anything differently. No, oh, what the fart? Did that echo? Sorry if that was loud. No, it, did, it, it didn't echo. I heard it, but I heard it really loud out here. Oh, no. No, it's not echoing. It's actually playing at the same exact time. Time, chocolate mooncake time. <laughs> yes, thank you, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole's playing them all. Oh, what the fart? So do you guys hear that? Yep, Heather says I heard it that time. No echo? Awesome. I just said there was no fucking echo. And it sounded like Eddie? What sounded like Eddie? <laughs> the what the fart. <laughs> Oh, what the fart? All no, right. no, that doesn't sound like me. So, uh, apparently, we're keeping the, the, the speakers on. Oh, what on. the 
fart. Now we're going to hear it all the time. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm scared to put the fart one in for Nicole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll get it up there. Yeah, exactly, Jim. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to go with what the uh, things going on in my my screen. Okay. So the next story, I feel weird not wearing my headphones. Now my hair is all shrum. Why do you wear your headphones? I don't need to because I got the speakers on. That's true. <laughs> Whatever. Andy can record his parts. Well, fuck, then I'm going to take mine off too then. How's that, bitch? <laughs> then you're not going to be able to hear the thing that goes on. You're not going to hear the... Oh, yeah, you will. Holy Go shit, on. you got your speakers on. <laughs> it's been a long week. Welcome to my fucking world, people. <laughs> <laughs> She's always saying, you see what I live with? You see what I live with? <laughs> Shoes on the other foot. <laughs> oh, lordy. So the next one we got is someone else is on the moon. Remote viewing and the strange saga of George Leonard. Good thing I walked to work, Andy. <laughs> no, I think Wednesday was my Monday freaky. I was having a harder time with that day than anything. <laughs> no, actually today's is actually Shadow's Friday because she's off the next two days. Andy says, because Nicole brought up about Andy could record his farts. Andy says, uh, Nicole, I've tried that already for you. Four perfectly good commercial mics melted to the floor. <laughs> Into the hey. floor. Hey, hey, P.I.H. How hey, you Scott. Doing? We don't want Joe's throwing the new computer. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't want her throwing the new goddamn computer either. <laughs> All right, so... She's lucky I worked overtime to get that fucking thing. <laughs> the Strange Saga of George Leonard. It was February 1975 that the remote viewer Indigo Swan was contacted out of the blue by what he personally described as a certain highly placed figure in Washington, D.C. It was someone who guardly advised Swan... Um, would soon be receiving a telephone call from a Mr. Axelrod. Oh, sorry, it's Sarah, not Scott. Oh, hey, Sarah. I apologize, Sarah. I should have known better because you said good evening and Scott would have been like, yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Swan Source quietly advised him that while he could not offer much at that time by way of meaning meaningful explanation, Swan should be keenly aware that the call would concern a matter of great urgency and importance. A um, somewhat... Sorry. Uh, the funny thing is, Patrick, we do have surge protectors, but she has many, many programs in her computer that when we have a rolling brownout, which is the, the, the electric will go out for approximately 30 seconds to a minute and a half, and then it kicks back on. And with no warning or anything, with all the programs she has... When the power goes out and it kicks right back on, it's trying to start all them programs at one time, and it fried her motherboard. Did you see that? What? Nah, I'm only kidding. It's Scott, dumbass. LOL. Well, you know, he plays a good fag. <gasps> I mean, a good granny. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I thought that recognized, I recognize that smell. I mean, face, Scott. 
Yes, they're mean to each other, guys. Thanks, Andy. You brotherly love. love. That's right, yeah, brotherly love. So, anyway, a somewhat concerned swan waited and waited and waited. Finally, around four weeks later, a call arrived, and swan was asked to make a cloak and dagger uh, move towards... Uh, only mere hours later at the National Museum of Natural History within the Smithsonian. We talked about that before, too. Um, despite the somewhat fraught, last-minute nature of the conversation, Swan unhesitantly... Unhesitantly? Yeah, that. Agreed and quickly, with a degree of concern and trepidation, made his careful way to the meeting place, where he was greeted by a man who Swan said looked like a Marine. Although, were you there? I was a Marine. In 75, were you there? I might have been. Five-year-old, you were that little boy. Might have been. Now you're going to hear all my notifications. That's okay, turn them off. <laughs> Although basic formalities were exchanged, Swan was hardly clear on what was afoot. He was driven by a car to a second location where there was nothing less a helicopter was waiting to take him to a destination unknown. With Josh Gates. No, I'm sorry. Such was the security and secrecy surrounding the journey, Swan was blindfolded for the approximately 30-minute flight. In other words, the experience flew was rapidly becoming one of the nearest 007-like proportions. <laughs> On landing, Swan was taken to an elevator that descended for a significant, significant period of time, perhaps into the bowels of some secret underground installation. Swan thought, and probably was a high degree of logical justification. Probably. He would he probably was. You could just get that feel like you're in a government facility. <laughs> like red flags all around. With the blindfold finally removed, Swan gathered his bearings, and then he was introduced to an enemic, Mr. Axelrod, who admitted this was not his real name. Is that between we, Axel Rose and Rod Stewart? We change, we change the names to protect the innocent. Yes. <laughs> um, but suggested to Swan that it, it was an identity that served the pr particular purpose of this meeting. Axel Rod wasted no time and got straight to the point, asking Swan a great deal of questions about the nature of remote viewing. Axelrod also made it clear that he was wished to make it make use of Swan's skills on what was clearly a secret mission. Da, da, da. <laughs> for a significant sum of money. It truly was one of those of offers that one cannot refuse, and Swan most assuredly did not refuse it. Why would you? Right? Axelrod asked Swan pointedly what he knew about our moon now. Finally, the purpose of the strange meeting was becoming much clearer. I think all the chaps froze. Maybe they're listening. Am I still on air? <laughs> I mean, chat in, in, in the feed hasn't moved, and neither has the chat for... Oh, there went YouTube. Yeah, there goes YouTube. Restream. Is stuck. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. There we go. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it was like, uh, Chad is not going. Right. All right, so they could still hear us. We, Chad just wasn't working. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. 
Thank you guys. Um, so he asked Swan about what he knew about our moon. The purpose of the strange meeting was becoming much clearer. Someone with, within officialdom was secretly looking to have the moon remotely viewed, which is precisely what Swan went ahead and did. By Swan's own admission, he was utterly floored by what he found. During initial targeting, his mind focused on sensational imagery of what looked like to be a huge tower, similar in size to the secretic building in the United Nations, but one that soared upwards from the moon's surface. This was no human-made structure, Swan was told. It was the work of, nonetheless, the mysterious extraterrestrials. In follow-up remote viewing sessions, Swan was able to perceive on the surface of the moon a wealth of doomed structures, advanced machinery, additional tall towers, large cross-like structures, curious tubular constructions across the landscape, and even evidence of what looked like extensive mining operations. Someone or something had secretly constructed nothing less than a moon base. Intriguingly, Swan was also able to focus his mind on what appeared to be a group of people that appeared very human housed in some sort of enclosure on the moon that was busily burrowing into the side of a cliff. The only oddity is that they were all utterly naked. Rather, rather obviously and very quickly at that point, Axelrod terminated the, the experiment amid dark and disturbing allusions to the possibility that the moon-based entities were possibly accurately aware that they were being spied upon via the means of astral travel. It was even implied that Swan's very actions might now place him in grave danger if the beings decided to turn the tables and pay him a visit of deadly cosmic kind, which, very fortunately for Swan, they did not. Now, we come to the end of the story. <laughs> now we come to the rest of the story. Yeah, well, uh, real quick, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out why they're using a cherry picker to try to fucking work on lights, lampposts, or whatever. Why wouldn't they? Because I know cherry pickers are used for fucking taking motors out of a fucking car. Boom tower cherry pickers. Never heard it called a cherry picker. Yeah. I've oh, heard yeah. it called a lift, a sky lift, but not a cherry picker. Yeah, I've heard it called a cherry picker. Okay, see, I'm, I'm with just Jim. On this one, I was just like, I never heard a skylift be called a fucking cherry picker. Uh, see, I've, I've learned, that's why I, when somebody says cherry picker, I have to base what they're talking about around the conversation. Well, it's not very often you hear a cherry picker brought up in a conversation. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I have to, let, I have to like focus to see if they're talking about automobiles. Okay, but I've never heard. window washing. I've never <laughs> heard of that being either. Scissor lift. A skyjack? Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, but never a, a cherry picker. Yeah. A, a cherry picker is a low A-frame thing that pulls the motor up out I of the know, car. I know, I know. I'm people, just saying. Right. Okay. In many respects, it's more thought-provoking than a story of Swan. Axelrod inquired of Swan if he knew a man named George Leonard. Swan replied that no. He wasn't familiar with the name. It transpired that during the, the very same time frame that the shadowy Axelrod was employing Swan to seek out mysteries of the moon, 
Leonard, an author, was hard at work toiling on a manuscript titled Somebody's Else, Somebody Else is on the Moon. In 1977, Leonard's manuscript appeared in a book form and to a significant degree focused on his attention upon the very matter which Axelrod was deeply troubled, namely unusual intelligent design structures or insulations on the moon. Leonard's publisher said, few people notice that the secret code words used by our astronauts to describe the moon. Until now, Few knew about the strange moving lights they reported. George H. Leonard, former NASA scientist, fought through the official veil of secrecy and studied thousands of NASA photographs, spoke candidly with dozens of NASA officials, and listened to hours and hours of astronaut tapes. Here, Leonard pre presents the stunning and inescapable, inescapable evidence um, discovered during his in-depth investigation. Immense mechanical rigs, some over a mile long, working the lunar surfaces. Strange geometric... Geometric? Yep, ground markings and symbols. Lunar construction several times higher than anything built on Earth. Vehicles, tracks, towers, pipes, conduits, and conveyor belts running in and across the moon craters. Somebody else is indeed on that moon. And they're engaged in activities on a massive scale. Our space agencies and many of the world's top scientists have known for years that there's intelligent life on the moon. The odd, near-death meetings between Swan and Axelrod on the nature of what was afoot on the moon continued until 1977, after which time they came to the abrupt end with Swan unsurprisingly left scratching his head about the distinctly odd sequence of events. No doubt, Leonard was mystified too. So here, they had already known about this stuff and wanted to see if remote viewing was real, and he's picking up everything that Leonard had talked about being a, a astro or looking through the astronauts' files and everything like that. I'm confused. Swan mm -hmm. remote viewed the moon. Okay. Leonard never remote viewed the moon. He was just went through the files and listened to astronauts' tapes and what they heard, saw. But he could see the image of what they were talking about. Right. Gotcha. So that's pretty freaky. What do you guys think about that? Do you think he were really remotely viewed? And I mean, what what is weird is I wonder if our astronauts saw like kind of naked men or aliens or whatever, because that's when he abruptly stopped him from remote viewing. Is good, when he brought up that point. There's a good chance. I mean, it sounds a little off the wall, but hey. Welcome to our world. Exactly. So what do you guys think about that? All right, everybody, wake up. Questions have been asked. Pop quiz. <laughs> Just don't do what I did in the ninth grade. I almost didn't graduate. <laughs>
I almost got, I mean, I almost got expelled from school. A teacher should never tell you, pass up your textbook, because I did. I threw it at her. I hated her. Her name was Mrs. Souter. She was my English teacher. You're right, Jim. Jim said, makes, makes me wonder how much they really remote view. Throws up again. Freaky Geek said, my skeptic. I'm skeptical, but then again, many other unexplained things have known to happen, so why not? Fuck with making root beer. <gasps> no. Freaky Geek, I should kick your ass right now. He knew what that was. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Honey, can you go to the store and get ice cream and root beer? No, Eddie cannot. <laughs> Honey can't either. <laughs> Honey's legs are broke. They only work long enough to walk down and have a cigarette and walk back up. <laughs> Jeez. Alright, so the next thing on our list is... Jim's like, I need a second pot of coffee. It's cloud, slow, cold day. I get that. Oh, have they, Heather? Did you hear that? Yeah, she, like the whistle? Yeah. Yeah, I did hear that. Okay. That might have been me. I don't know. No, that was that was out that way. Okay. Yeah, Heather says YouTube comments have stopped on DLive, I think. And that's funny because I get YouTube, but in our chat, in Restream, right. the, the chat froze. I mean, it's back now, but it was coming through on YouTube. That's weird. Like, I, re I know it's a real weird float, Freaky. <laughs> that's why I want him, now that you brought that up. <laughs> Yeah, Heather's. See, now YouTube's froze. Can you see D-Live? Is D-Live coming up on chat? On Restream? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't see YouTube. I, I can see YouTube. It's just well, not... we can, but I'm saying... It, it's like they battle each other. Yeah. Like what you... did I do before to make it work? I had no fucking idea. It's, it's just, nope, remember. there it goes. Uh, YouTube just started up again. Jim just said, nope, I'm here. Yeah, but I don't see it on the, the live screen. None of mine pops up on the live screen. Heather says she just refreshed still the same. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube's not going up on the screen. Mine does not collaborate with each other at all. I get no YouTube up on our live feed. But I got to. <laughs> I see them when I visit the page. I have no fucking <laughs> idea what the hell is going on with this shit. <laughs> Restream Calm seems down. good. I'm not, I'm not mad. I know. Restream seems really good. It's cost effective, but um, it's a lot of problems right at the moment. <laughs> Nicole. Right? Yeah, everybody's saying YouTube, but Freaky said DLive is very slow on the video screen. I don't know what the hell one DLive is. The yellow. Um, they're all yellow to me. Every well, now, yes, they're all yellow because YouTube, when red comes up on there, that's YouTube. So then I get no YouTube on our live feed. We're not right now, no. 
Okay, then I haven't been getting YouTube on our live feed. Everything is gold. Everything. Okay, honey. Okay. I, I, you know what, honey? I'm 50 years old. I do know what colors look I like. I know. Calm yeah. down. I am calm, but don't talk to me like that. I'm, I'm telling you. Everything, I said okay. Everything is the same symbol. Everything. It, it doesn't matter. They all have that, that D-Live symbol. I know. At the moment, yes, they do. You're right. My goodness. So why <laughs> YouTube is bloody. Nice. YouTube is bloody and DLive is sunny. Nice. I see DLive. Yeah, very slow. I've noticed that. Well, like I said, when I pulled it up this morning to go get the pop-out chat, the the live, the chat room was didn't come up at first. So I refreshed it, and it, but it took it a minute to get up there. Does this mean I'm getting sucked up to heaven? Maybe. You see the light above my head? Look at the screen. Oh, yeah, that's pretty freaking cool. Maybe you're getting beamed. Hmm. Maybe I can disappear. You're going to get probed. Fuck it. <laughs> we shall be off this fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> Worried about fucking global warming and all this other shit. Alright, so the creepiest and most dangerous monsters out there. Have you ever thought about the most dangerous and creepiest supernatural? Have you thought about that? I know Freaky Geek has. <laughs> Bring you some coffee, Nicole? I don't, is our coffee like your coffee? Would you think? I don't know. We can buy packages of Belgian coffee. Maybe we should try that. Buy a small thing of Belgian coffee, make a pot, and see how it tastes. Yeah. And compare it to, like, our Folgers or Right, or yeah. That would be cool. He's <laughs> like, hope it's not me. <laughs> that would be a cool thing to try, though. Yeah, seriously. I mean, well, you can always buy Belgian chocolate, too, you know. That's, I that like shit's it. more expensive than coffee. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you're, you already know the answer to that one. Andy don't want to bring you coffee? That's not nice. That's so not nice. Yeah. Better than being a fucking slave to it. <laughs> I walk through the room. I leave. I, 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 serious now, guys. I get in from work. I'm taking off my jacket. And I come in to get online. And before I get, how much do you love me? And I fucking turn right back around and go to the coffee pot and make a pot of coffee. All she got to say is, how much do you love me? And I knew what she wanted. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, if I do that during the... Uh, Throughout the day, he knows what I'm going to ask throughout, like, what time. It, it yeah, is. it's not necessarily just coffee. <laughs> but when, and she's right, it's certain times of the day when she says, how much do you love me? I know exactly what she's going to ask, and I just fucking go do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than arguing. I'll just get it fucking done and over with you. <laughs> I don't argue with you if you say no. No, you, you just do the guilt trip thing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Andy says, my ass is currently rooted in the chair. <laughs> um, get some Roundup. <laughs> I'm the same way, Heather. Just now and again, I'll drink coffee. Um, I, I'm not an avid drinker. Well, I guess I would be an avid drinker. Uh, he sometimes surprises me when he asks about, he's like, how much coffee did you make? Usually I just make enough for myself because I know you don't usually drink coffee. 
Well, it surprises me every now and then. He's like, how much? Yes, I'm very passive aggressive. I'm sure you guys have seen that. No. <laughs> Nobody has been fucking witness to that. I'm very passive aggressive. I, I'll admit that no problem whatsoever. Andy, you sat too long, sir, if you're growing roots. Yeah, right? That's why I said round up. <laughs> Nicole, good on you, Missy. What's good on you? <laughs> oh. Now, is Nicole on YouTube, or is she over in fucking D-Live? Or... She's on D-Live. Okay. Will somebody from YouTube please type something? They have been, honey. Okay. But I'm trying to figure it out, because all of them have the same symbol. <laughs> Andy said, I've been clicking my fingers all day, but some lazy female just gives me the bird rather than bring me coffee, so fair or fair. See, I don't even have that come up. I got it on YouTube, but yes. not on Restream. Yes, just watch your, YouTube, your chat. Oh, that scared me. Thank you, Heather, for the lemons. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is donating? <laughs> You're right, Scott. His ass is constantly rooted in the chair, unlike yours. It falls off the fucking thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> just Jim. Everyone quiet for five minutes. <laughs> Joking, Eddie. Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream and the lemons. Listen, you guys, stop. Why are you not? Yeah, I, what, it, it, Oh, she did have a cuss word in there. I know, I was going to say. Do as I'm told, get... bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen here, fat, bald boy. <laughs> I'm like, will you guys stop swearing? I keep having to show your comments. <laughs> Swear away, guys. Um, if you gave me a second, I was just getting ready to click it. Freaky freaky. So just imagine the number of bells we heard, and an angel got some wings. Lots of wings. There you go. Is that what it is? So when you donate lemons, <laughs> Angels gets its rings. Wings, even. That's okay, Heather. You can scare me all you want. <laughs> I get scared. Believe me, I get scared. Every time I walk by and she opens her eyes, she gets fucking scared. Whatever. Terrifies the, ter terrifies the shit out of her. If he's close enough to the screen, he'd be blushing. Who? You. Why the fuck would I be blushing? Pink. Because oh, your screen's pink? But I'm not blushing. I I know that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Holy hell, the show's gone back to hell. <laughs> well, is that close enough? <laughs> I can get closer. <laughs> I can't get no closer than that, though. <laughs> Unless you want to look up my nostrils. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, his computer and everything's in the same place. What I don't you, know. What are you talking about? About you being pink. Because you gave me shitty-ass fucking cords. No, but you don't look as pink today. Because I've got them on opposite screens. Oh, okay, so you're not look. I guess. It's not getting the, the reflection. Right, okay. Skinny bastard. <laughs> and I bet you I eat as much, if not as more, as you do, Scott. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> he can put, if I cooked seven course meal for breakfast, noon, and dinner, he could eat it. And I don't wait, but maybe 210. If that. No, Freaky, I'm just, because I'm using a dual monitor system, um, yesterday I had the main screen up that we're talking on right now on my other monitor and the chat on the monitor that I have the show on right now. And what it was doing is it was reflecting the pink onto me so it looked brighter pink on the other screen. Man, that was a lot to fucking say. Don't, <laughs> ask, don't ask me to try to fucking explain that. Listen, everything's just reversed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you probably could have said that. Yeah, you're right. I probably. <laughs> but then they would have been like, "What do you mean it's reversed?" <laughs> so I figured I'd give it a one-shot crack and try to fucking explain it, and that was it. That was it. All well, right. So with that in mind, I. So, let's talk about the dangerous and creepiest supernatural creatures. What you guys think? What do you guys think of them? Uh, Jason Offit is an expert on the subject, so to speak, and the author of the 2009 book on book on the subject titled Darkness Walks, The Shadow People Among Us. He says there's eight different kinds of shadow people, at least the ones we know about. He labels them as benign shadows, shadows of terror, red-eye shadows, noisy shadows, angry hooded shadows, shadows that attack, shadow cats, and the hat man. Hmm. Right, Freaky Geek? What the hell is a hat man? Wait it, a minute. It's a... <laughs> yes, you. No, it's a shadow that has a, one of those old, like, Amish hats. Okay. One of the wide brim flat yeah. build. Yeah. Um, so, the hat man is one of the most often reported and from the across the planet like he's reported seeing everyone really hutter hutter says the hat man freaks her out 1940s 1950s period uh era pierce piece of black and white film noir and you have a good idea of what the hat man looks like that is the the entire shadowy like in nature ed only adds to the menace. No, the hat man is a motherfucking military drone instructor is what the fuck. That, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi Hollis is an expert on the topic too, having penned a 2014 book on the subject titled The Hat Man, The True Story of Evil Encounters. She has collected literally hundreds of reports of encounters with this particularly dangerous, dangerous shadow thing. One example from Hollis's files is that which appears in our book, reads the following. Dear Heidi, I was maybe five years old when the hat man started to visit me. Every night I would lay at the in the top of my bunk bed and watch as my door would crack open for him or to creep inside. As, as high up as I was, I would still have to look up to see him, and I would freeze in horror at the sight of him moving, moving on. There is very little doubt that the most powerful tulpa in today's world is the slender end. This is where, yeah, exactly what I was talking about. The internet sensation that is part men in black, part ghoul, and part Lovecraftian nightmare 
which I mean, don't granted if I ever saw the Slender Man because it's creepy. I don't like creepy things like like his arms are too long and his legs are too long. Anything that looks abnormal to her is creepy. It's creepy. Yes. Millipedes. Oh, they, they, she. You know what? The she way would, they move, that's not right. She would rather hold a spider. Yep. Than oh, watch yeah. a millipede. Yep. Thousand of them. Well, maybe not that many. That would creep me out. I said but, a spider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the story of the pale, faceless, black-suited, and tentacle-waving monster dates back to 2009. That was the year in which a man named Eric Knudsen uh, created the Slender Man, purely as a piece of entertainment and nothing else, for the Something Awful website. Nudson uh, skillfully manipulated a couple of black and white photos and inserted his creepy creations into the pictures, which showed the Slenderman among groups of children, who in their tales he praised in a disturbing fashion. In no time at all, and certain surprising to him, the Slenderman went from being a bit harmless, net-based fun to full-blown meme. Blogs were created in his name. Fictional stories were posted online to further expand the legend of the creature and his devoted family following of large children, or largely young children and teenagers, grew at a phenomenal and extraordinary rate. I found somebody more afraid of spiders than you. Andy would rather shoot himself in the nuts with a 12-gauge shotgun than hold the spider. Damn. He's a bigger man than I am, I'll tell you that, because, you know, that self-castration shit, it's not going to end pretty. <laughs> now, question, Andy, are you going to hold the nutsack outward and shoot up, or are you going to shoot down? <laughs> <laughs> Does that matter? It, well, if you shoot up, you have a chance of blowing your fucking face off. Oh, yeah, well, okay. I'd rather take the chance of shooting at my foot, too. All right, Scott, take care, hon. Have a good one, Scott. So, yeah, I mean, that's how the Slenderman got started, right? And now look how, like, it's seen everywhere. Love you too, brother. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I'm talking about tulpas. Because tulpas are just creations that we've, we've made real. We've made them Self-manifestated. Yeah. That's what a tulpa is. Self-manifestation. When you believe in something hard enough and long enough, you start seeing it. When you start seeing it, you bring it to life. And when you bring it to life, you believe it's actually fucking real. Right, yeah. And your friends are looking at you like, what the fuck are you looking What are you talking about? But in your mind's eye, it's as real as me and you. Right, yeah. The rake, yeah. Well, you just learned of that, Freaky? Hey, he's taking it slow. <laughs> Shit freaks him out, man. That was that's really slow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's true, Skook. Another testimony that thinking positive will create a better world. You know, but the thing of it is, <laughs> yeah, he's got to learn these things yearly by yearly. Freaky's got to learn of different ones because it scares him too much. <laughs> so he's got to go at it slow. Oh, did they? Heather Heather says Creepy Canada did a segment on the Hat Man. She said that a while ago. She, oh, I I forget that they can see hers. I okay. No, uh, 
Restream will freeze and unfreeze, and YouTube, I don't know what the hell YouTube's doing. I know, Andy, where were you? We discussed that. <laughs> YouTube is just doing its thing, and Restream is just pros. <laughs> they are at a stalemate between the two right now, so... The spirit board slowed them down big time. Whoever's got their hand on the Ouija board, please remove it so they can communicate again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since... <laughs> right. I mean, they can still hear us, so that's a good... I, I think they can still hear us. Yes. Oh, there goes Restream. See, they, 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 they was afraid you was going to end the show. That's what it was. Because you said, all right, because... And you was getting ready to end it and restream sound like you ain't watch this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Since 1991, the Wisconsin town of Elkhorn has been the lair and hunting ground of a terrifying creature that is the closest one can imagine to a real-life werewolf. And just maybe, that's exactly what it is. The monster has, known, has become known as the Beast on Bray Road. On account of the fact that many of the initial sightings were made on that particular road. Without doubt, the expert in all things like Kenthrop nature in Wisconsin is author and journalist Linda Godfrey, who has penned half a dozen books on werewolves and who um, this person interviewed her about her research into the beast. She told this person that the story first came to her attention in about 1991 from a woman who had heard rumors going around here in Elkhorn, and particularly in the high school, um, people had been seeing something like a werewolf, a wolf-like creature or a wolf man. They didn't really know what it was, but were, some were saying it was a werewolf, and that the werewolf tag had just gotten used because I think people really didn't know what else to call it. Which is understandable. I mean, when you see something you don't know, you're like, what the hell is that? So she started checking it out. and um, She said she talked to an editor of the Week newspaper here, and which, I used, which she used to work for. He said, why don't you check around a little bit and see what you hear? This was about the end of December. And remember, this is back in, what, 1991, did I say? Yeah. I'm trying to flip back and forth trying to read over here because it's not popping up over here. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see this move. And I'm like, what are they saying over here? Right. And being a weekly newspaper that I worked for, we weren't really on hard, or hard news. Oh, my God, Andy. We were much more future-oriented. So I asked a friend who had got, um, who had a daughter in the high school, and she said, oh, yeah, that's what everyone's talking about. So I started my investigation and got one name from a woman who told me about it. She was also a part-time bus driver. In my first phone call to the bus driver, she told me that she called the county animal control. So, of course, when you're a reporter, anytime you have a chance to find anything official, that's where you go. I went to see him, and sure enough, he had a folder on his file in his file drawer that had actually been marked "werewolf" in a tongue-in-cheek way. Uh, people had been phoning him to say that they'd seen something. They didn't know what it was, but from their descriptions, that's what he had put. 
So, of course, that made a news story. You think so, Jim? Jim says, I think things like werewolves, vampires, etc. came from something many years ago. Well, that's what I, I think, too. I think, um... I think a lot of things that people say are definitely something, right? It's just, it's kind of like what I say about cryptids. When we're talking about cryptids, at one point the platypus was a cryptid. You know what I mean? Because nobody believed the guy that first saw a platypus. You know, it wasn't real. But yet, we all know and love platypus. Well, I don't know if you love platypus. I love Perry the platypus. Um, you know, platypuses are obviously alive and well and real creatures. So, obviously, I think somebody sees things, something, but they just don't know what they are. Whether they be animals that, you know, like I said, with the dogmen, I think, I think a lot has to be studied into that whole Indian burial. That's right. Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. I love that cartoon. Um, but a lot, you know, with the dogmen and the Indian burial mounds. Um, that has me thinking a lot about that way. Well, I can understand that. So, I mean, I believe they, they're seeing something. They just don't know what they're believing. And, and, you know, I mean, descriptions, we, you know, tend to, when it comes to descriptions, I, well, I have a bad memory, so. Um... It's just one of those things where, you know, it's hard to describe. When you don't know what you're seeing, it's hard to describe to somebody. Yes, and legends grow and grow. Exactly. Yeah, and that was one of the things, Patrick, is they, they didn't believe, you know, that here's, that it looked like a duck, but it was a mammal. It laid eggs. It could shock you like an eel. You know what I mean? People are like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and they're poisonous, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, people, but hearing that, the first person seeing that and then telling somebody, they're like, you're nuts. <laughs> you know? So what about skinwalkers? I believe they are they are actual tulpas that were made up by Native American witch doctors. Well, supposedly evil witches, which, yeah, that is kind of evil that they do that. So this is Tales of... Skinwalkers, of course, date back centuries. There's a definitive witch, a crone-like thing, that has the ability to change its form and radically do so. 
Um, it's not just one specific type of beast into which the witch can change, but multiple ones. While a shape-shifting shape -shifting Native American can take up on quite literally hundreds of forms, the, off, the, most, off, the most often reported are bears, coyotes, various type of birds, and at top of the list, wolves or wolf-like animals. This latter, latter issue, of course, emphasizes that Skinwalker is not that dissimilar to all the traditional European werewolf, despite being separated by distance of a thousand miles. Yeah, that's, yes. That's the thing too, Jim, is like before I, I'm trying to think, did I know about skinwalkers or shamans before? Because shamans can do the same thing. Well, I learned that a skinwalker is usually a person whose mother died during childbirth. Really freaky. Where the hell did you look? Like, where? Is that a Canadian thing? <laughs> um, whose mother died during Now, I've heard of that. But it's not a skinwalker to me. It's something else. Oh, what the hell is it? I'm trying to think. But you're right. Now that I think about that. Maybe that's it, Skook. Yeah, sometimes they're called witches to separate them from the medicine shamans. But I'm trying to think. where, Who the hell... What story, like, I've heard first. I believe it was shamans, because going back, I believe I, I first heard of shape-shifting shamans. And then as I got older and got into cryptozoology and stuff like that, that's when I heard about the skinwalkers. Hey, Wolfie's Cove, how are you? I'm a witch as well. Scoop too. They wanted to have more power, so they made a pact with evil. Right, yeah, I was just trying to think of which one I heard, had heard first. But Freaky, now that you see the howling, maybe that's where I heard it from, I don't know. But I do remember something being... Yeah, Shaman is like a medicine man. Yes, exactly. Danny's a shaman. Um, I know a couple people that are shamans, actually. <laughs> See, I have the opposite effect. When I get frustrated, my electronics go off. <laughs> but, um, what was I saying? I don't even know. But I don't know where I heard about the woman ch dying in childbirth, what that's called. I can't remember. So it says the process by which a witch can become a skinwalker is a highly complex one, and one which involves several different processes. For example, witches who are both learned and skilled in magical arts can transform themselves into a wide variety of animals. Um all by focusing its image on their minds. 
very often in the confines of their teepee. In most cases, however, a witch will secure, excuse me, the, the hide of an animal they wish to become and wrap it around their shoulders and back. By effectively wearing the hide, the witch slowly and, and step by step becomes the very beast it specifically seeks to immediately. Talking about skinwalkers. Yes. And so Native America teaching and maintains that includes adopting its keen sense of smell and sight, its agility, its speed, and even its complete physical form. Teepee. Teepee is what they lived in. Totem poles is what they put their spirit animals on. It's amazing the gems you learn from movies that are supposed to be 100% fake or unreal stuff. Yeah, that's true, Freaky. You know, I, that's the thing, Wolfie, is, is that when you go into parallel universes, it's not really, at least what I've not experienced, but um, researched. Understood. Yeah, understood. Um is that you're living what could have been your life, but you're not in your life. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, if you go to a, in what I understand, you understand the moment of the time if you're in another parallel, but you don't remember that moment when you arrive back in the parallel that you were in. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, like my brain is like, you know, but I get what you're saying. I've had dreams where I've married someone else and things and things so much better. Yeah, we've all had dreams like that. I Thank mean, you, Heather. Yes, welcome back, Eddie. <laughs> My understanding is the skinwalker is a demon called up to protect. See, and I've heard that too. Like, I've heard that the actual witch, or not the witch, but the, the Native American, I've heard both sides of the story that I wonder if it's different tribes. You know what I mean? Different beliefs. Yeah, because I've heard that the... the <coughs> um, But I could be confusing it, too, with shaman history. Um, Native America, I've heard that the, the Native American is the one that turns into skinwalker. But I've heard also that the Native American makes, a, like a tulpa, into, manifests something into the skinwalker. So I've heard it both ways. But again, like I said, I could be mixing the two aspects. I wouldn't say the skinwalker is a demon, per se, but I, I think it is a protector. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a demon. I, I, I do believe it's more like a guard, a sentry. Um, yes, in the way you put it, protecting. Um, if, it, if it comes to the case that you got hurt, you died, but it was doing its job. It wasn't being personal. It wasn't attacking you. It was protecting what it was brought to protect. Right, right. You saying that reminds me of that, too, is that um, something about if the person that made it dies. So does the skinwalker itself. I've heard that, but there was something about intertwining. Like their soul goes into the skinwalker or something like that? See, I've never heard it that way, but... Yeah, yeah I mean, I could be wrong. I hadn't been in this stuff as long as you have. Right, right. 
Yeah. So I, you know, and then of course we have our all all our favorites, the black eyed children. Everybody loves them. Everyone loves them. <laughs> there can be no doubt that one of the creepiest phenomenon to have surfaced in the last two decades is the one that we have become infamously, oh my god, infamously, yeah, I'm not even going to try. Infamously? No, not famous, infamous. Infamously. infamously. <laughs> Known as the black-eyed children. It would be simple to suggest that the mere, merely the offspring of black, men in black, or the woman in black, immediately though, there are deep similarities. I think the feeling is the same. Like, if you encounter, like, that's what I imagine. I mean, I've never encountered. But if you if you encounter the black-eyed children or the men in black, I believe the feeling, that fear-stricken, like, something's not right feeling gets you. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the red flags are tossed. Yeah. Yeah, It's a, but it's a different feeling. Kind of like I told you, all right, Freaky Geek, hurry back. Um, kind of like how I told you watching that one, and don't laugh at me guys, but Ghost Adventures episode where they went to Skinwalker Ranch. And when the door flew open on Dakota, I sat there and I'm like, that's alien. Like it was a different, even through, though I was watching it through the TV, it was a different feeling. Feel. It was like a feeling of... No reason to laugh at something like that. I mean, that's like, you know, you feel what you see. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. I mean, if I seen something happen in a certain way, I'm going to look at it as, no, that was not fucking what they're, what they're looking for. Right. That was, it shouldn't have moved that way. Right, right, yeah. In aggression. Right. It was, yeah, it was just very weird. It was a different feeling. Um, I had an interaction with Angel before. I feel on my dog head first. Ooh. And I landed the pillow. See, yeah, definitely, Wolfie. Things like that happen all the time. Definitely. It, yeah, uh, Wolf, uh, to me that sounds like it was, that was your guardian angel. Definitely. It damn sure wasn't your time to go. It, it, it wasn't your time to get injured. <laughs> your angel was like, I got you. Don't worry about it. What, what do they call that? The trust ball. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I've got you. Right. Don't be afraid because you're falling. Because you're going to be okay. Right. That could be, Scoop, perhaps alien-human uh, hybrids. It could be. Uh, Patrick says, but there are two stories I heard about the black-eyed children. Is they are alien or demons to come to take your soul. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Because they're so unknown, that's why we get creeped out, I believe. Welcome back, Freaky Geek. Exactly. You know, I. that's just the way that I look at it. I just look at it with my eyes. I don't know. All right, so before we go, we got 10 more minutes. Welcome, Quack Freaky. <laughs> exactly, Heather, and that's what we're all afraid of. We're yep. afraid of not knowing what is there. 
when you combat that. What can happen, what can't happen, what can you manifest? So, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the fear of not knowing. Okay, so we got a few clips that we can share, okay? Um, you guys let me know, okay? She can shut me up quick, can't she? Sorry, I'm sorry. Were you still <laughs> talking? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm done, obviously. Show the clips. We have a video. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> we have a video of a ghost moves a motorcycle. We have, um... Are you asking which ones to watch, or yeah. are you just going to... String of Lights photographed near Charlotte. Why don't you Charlotte, just play them all? Or, I don't know if that's Charlotte, North Carolina, or Charlotte Beach. Why don't you just play them all? Well, I can try. I didn't mean at once. Oh. You're talking about a mashup. <laughs> you got Bigfoot kicking fucking King Kong's ass on the beach of South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, Godzilla's fucking running free in North Carolina. I would love that, guys. I'm a big Godzilla freak. <laughs> and I say, oh, why'd I do that? It's not what Yes, she said freak, not freaky. <laughs> okay, so you're going to have to watch chat because I can't watch chat. I've been... Oh, God. Okay, so I'm going to... Yeah, I bet she did tell you that, but actually she was lying. It was a 4 by 6 what? More like a fucking close to a railroad tie. What is that, 4 by 8 <laughs> And he said, Missy said yesterday the quickest way to shut you up is with a 2 by 4 <laughs> That's not going to work. If I can take a baseball bat to the back of the head and walk away, 2 by 4 ain't going to do shit. Okay, you guys ready? Wow, that's awful tiny. Yeah, it's not going to play. Oh, it's still trying to load. Well, there's one thing about Restream I can't like already. Videos won't play. <laughs> it's not Restream's fault. Yeah, it is. You're going through Restream, ain't it? Honey, we got the kids. I'm, I know, I'm, I know, but I'm saying the kids could be back from whatever sport is here. Honey, I was only freaking playing around. I know that. Obviously you didn't. Okay, hold on. Let me try to... See, even, even Heather said play them all, please. What's wrong today? Now I can't find it. Apparently we ain't supposed to watch it. Yeah, see? This is why I had... <clears throat> Hold on, let me get down. Back down here, let's see. So anyway, it's this motorcycle up here. It just moves? It, it goes around in a circle and then drops over. Were they having an earthquake? Nothing else was moving, if they were. 
is the other bike locked up? Uh, I mean, you know, you see where you see what I'm saying, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. This but then sucks. again, modern technology. I watched a video yesterday. A computerized motorcycle was riding by itself up towards the guy that owns it. Kickstand went out and it parked itself right by him, and he climbed on it and drove off. Right. So could that be one of them motorcycles controlled by a remote control? And they're trying to make it something that it's really not. It could be. Yeah, Freaky Geek. Hold on one sec. Let me pull it up. So I'll put it in the chat so you guys can... Talk about the link? Yeah. Okay, good. Linked. Did you guys get it over in DLive? I don't know if it worked or not. No. Yeah, it popped up. Let me see if it's... No, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Hold on a minute. I'll put it there so you guys can see it as well. Oh, I just opened up the wrong fucking thing. Oh, God, I just fucked everything up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine that. I'm not getting anything. Hold on. Um, what's this one called? DM, DMT? Ghost Moose Motorcycle and Viral Video? Man, I don't... That never even fucking came up on any of my shit. YouTube, Google, flashing my, my freaky news, slide, video. No. Even when I right-clicked it to open in a new tab, I never got it. Hold on. There it is. Let me see if I can see this. It's slow loading for you, too? Huh. Oh, I can't watch it anyways. It's Twitter. You should still be able to watch it through the... It will not... Well, now I fucking got out of it. You can't see it. So, oh, no, hold on. Where's that link? It should be in chat still. Um, right there. Now I gotta do this. I gotta find it again. Oh, it's right here. And just press play. No shit. But it's on Twitter. Okay, but it's playing in here, honey. Usually it won't play when it's on through Twitter, because I don't have a Twitter account. Okay. So, tired of so string of lights photographs. So, see this? Oh, wait. I'm watching it. Okay. What do you guys think? Andy, did you see? That don't, that don't look, you know hey, what? Mittens. I don't know if that would be a ghost doing that. Because it even it doesn't even do a full circle. Right, yeah, it doesn't do a... It, it only kind of like wings out, comes around, and then falls. Right, but... Well, if it is a ghost doing it, I can understand because it'd take a lot of energy. Yay, YouTube finally came back. <laughs> it would take a lot of energy to move something of that magnitude for a, a spirit. Right, yeah. So I get that. But the hardest part I'm having troubles with watching this... Is when it first takes off, I mean, the wheel's already cocked. Uh, now it's fucking up. Right. I mean, I got to see what it did. So here's a photograph of the string of lights. Now, what makes this weird is when they were seeing these lights, it didn't have this bluish around it. 
No, they didn't you, see that about, until... Yeah, hold on, which three? Are you talking about the two strings coming down? These three right here. No, 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 no. When they were looking at the stream of lights, are you talking about them two lights coming this way? If you look, it looks like there's a... Uh, 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 what the fuck? There's a, a, a trail cam. And then a light blowing up at the bottom. That's... I don't understand what you're... It might be a... Is that a street light? I yeah, think, okay. yeah, that's a street that's light. That's a street light and refla I refracting. Yeah. But I'm talking about these three dots right here. When they took the picture... I see four dots, but... Oh, oh no, that was your cursor. <laughs> when they took the picture, they only saw the dots just floating there. They didn't see this blue around it. So do you think, what do you think that is? Do you think it's UFOs? When was the blue noticed? When they saw the picture, an actual picture. All right, so this is an actual photo, not a video. Right, right. Okay. Could it be a fuck up in the development? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to say what I'm not looking at ain't real. Right, right. No, I know that. No, actually, no. I'm, I'm sure they didn't do it on a fucking film where they had to develop it. The weird thing anymore. is, they did say that they flickered like lanterns, you know, like the Chinese lanterns. But so they would have you... seen the light with it. you talking about them paper bags with the candles that they use, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't amber blue. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When they first initially saw the lights, they thought it was helicopters. No. Too or close. a helicopter, I should say. I was going to say, if it's helicopters, that's too close of a formation. They're all going down. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> all of their props are hitting each other. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they said, but as the lights got closer, there was no sound. And they straight went straight up and disappeared. But again, they didn't see that blue yeah, that's actually one thing the United States hasn't done yet is come up with a helicopter that's quiet. That, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think? You think it Patrick says quite possible? Blue candles used? <laughs> no. Smart ass. Because <laughs> it's still gonna have to burn the bag, which is gonna burn red and yellow. In the last clip I have is what do you got like I have my idea what this could be but I'll let you guys look at it I wanted you guys to see it you know when a flame burns blue it's a high concentration of gas right like propane right yeah yeah. So why would it be burning blue in the sky like that? That's a high concentration of propane. I don't know. Is that what UFOs are using, maybe? No, I don't know. Because they have no, no propulsion. <laughs> right. So it looks like the picture was taken from behind glass. So it could be 
a reflection. A, a reflection. That's what the one in TMZ, if you guys seen the one TMZ shared, that's exactly what I thought. And that's what their conclusion was when I saw this. But here's this one, guys. But you're right. It could be a reflection, Andy. I, I sat here and said it. But that's okay. Well done, Andy. Good for taking the credit. <laughs> uh, did you say a reflection? Uh, I, I sat right here and said it when, when you said that they seen a ghost. And I said it could have been a reflection or a refraction. And, and then, Oh, no. that's I'm, He's talking about the picture, the UFO picture. This like isn't UFO. Taken from behind, no, the, actually, it doesn't look like it was taken from behind glass. If it was, stop and think about it. The street light streaks wouldn't have been straight. They would have had a wave to them. What? Glass, glass. even though it seems smooth, the inside of it is not smooth. Right, right. That's why every time you look at somebody through a piece of glass or something, they're a little distorted. Right. But you can still see them. And he's like, hey, if there's credit to be taken. Yeah, he's going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, ready? Man. I, I really can't see that. I see that. That was no, that's no refraction. This is a behind glass, honey. He's not what the hell was that that moved behind him then? That's the ghost, Man. apparently. That's what I said. That's somebody running past the studio, wherever they're at. Because that thing is moving fast, and it's solid. You think it? What do you guys think? Play that clip one more time. One more time? Let me see if I can... Yeah, then, yeah. Well, that damn sure made it bigger. But now you can't see anything. Yeah, I know. You got watch later and all that shit up there. <laughs> okay, ready? Now watch now before you play it, yep. watch this thing. It's solid. There's no seeing through it. And watch how fast it, it's like it's running. Okay. See, it was solid. You can still see it was white. Okay. My take on it? I, nobody's putting up what they thought it was. Not real? Nope. Well, I think it's real. Real fake? No, no, no. I think it's a puff of smoke. No. Nah. From a cigarette. I do. I do. Right, nobody do, do, else. Hold on. Do nobody... that one more time. Big Before you go any deeper. Okay. Play it one more time. All right. Is that what they're doing? Is they doing that, that hookah? No, they're not doing a hookah. They're eating. It looks like they're on break or something. Okay. It, it can't be a puff of smoke. A, a puff of smoke by that second uh, clip as it goes past that pole would already have dissipated. It would already have been gone. I don't think. I don't know. Man. 
It moves like a puff of smoke. It's, it's, that's hard to call, but is that a ghost? Absolutely not. Well, you said it was running and solid. It, it does look like it's running. And it, and it does look... Exactly. So if it's running solid, then that means it ain't a ghost. Uh, it, to me, it looks like somebody's running behind the pole and whatever... And he says reduce the speed by 25%. Whatever it is in the center of the... Okay, we'll do screen. The center of the screen, it looks like it's gas. It's a gas... Um, what do you call it? Gas pump. <laughs> kind of does too, don't it? I forgot. Is it go, Do I go up or down? I forget which... I don't remember how to do it. All right. There you go. Normal. No. That speeds it up, I think. Okay. All right, I'll just go with this. We'll see. And we'll just correct. No, you went really, yeah. really, really slow. All right, let's see this. See, to me, that looks like somebody running. But it looks like they're running at an angle away from them. So it makes it look like it, it's fading out. Right there, see? Yeah, I see I see what your guys are seeing. It's not a ghost. It just reminds me of, of a... Pepper. It kind of does look like a puff of smoke. Yeah. Not, I, like, not like a smoke that you blow out. It's the smoke that, like, when you take a hit. That comes off the end of the cigarette. Yeah. That would dissipate too fast to, to, to stay around that long. It goes behind that pole. Yeah, that blue pole right there, it goes behind that pole. Yeah, well, if you look at this guy, he looks like he's looking um, to his left. I had to think of which. So, I mean, there's probably more people there. He, The guy in the white looks like he's looking to the left, too, and not where the guy is holding the camera. He looks like he's looking right at us, the guy in the white. No, to me, it looks like he's going left. It, but it could be because I got a bigger screen, too, or that he's looking left. Of course you got a bigger screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I get all the hand-me-downs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that screen was new. She got a 27-inch, I got a 15-inch. <laughs> but, so it reminds me that other people... It makes me think other people are there. No, well, no shit. That's why we're saying it looks like somebody's running at an angle away from the group. And it passes behind that blue pole. Right, yeah. But at an angle, so it looks like it's dissipating. Right, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. But it lasts too long to be smoked. I don't know. I don't think it lasts too long. Do you guys? What, so, what do you guys think? It went in front of the post and faded away. Yeah. A local dressed in white being chased by a Doberman. What the hell, Andy? <laughs> Only you. in front of the pole, Missy. 
did it pass in front of the pole? I found another one, only this looks more like a shadow than a ghost. Doesn't fade, it just runs, running behind those things in the background. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You can start this behind that. Yeah, yeah, it starts behind the behind the guy on the right. Yeah, I definitely see that. Definitely. You can go. You can tell it goes from right to left. And it goes at an angle. It, it doesn't run straight across. Right. See, that's why I, I, I feel like it was a puff of smoke because it it just. But it. it, it to me, a puff of smoke would not linger that long, that far, before it, it, it vanished. I don't know. I've just seen so many puffs of smoke on screen before that. Do you I'm know not, what I mean? I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I know. It like it, 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 that was a long way for a puff of smoke to stay that solid. Right, right. We smoke yeah. all the time out here. With the wind and everything, how, how far do you see a puff of smoke go? Yeah, I couldn't tell. They need to have longer hair so I could tell if the wind was actually blowing or not. <laughs> wow. All right. That, well, actually, that's a good one. <laughs> they got all got too short of hair to see if the wind's blowing. <laughs> it didn't morph, morph enough to be... Well, if it's smoke, it's not going to morph anyways. Um, right? Freaky? <laughs> freaky say because... Uh, I think you're thinking on the hair, or I like your thinking on the hair shadow. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to tell if the wind's blowing because... True. You can't... And there's nothing around them to really judge if it's blowing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Alright, guys. That is the show for today. Of course, tomorrow, Chaos has got his show just chaos's channel click that link right there and it'll take you right over there please do not come in if you get butt hurt easily or if you're under 18. yeah uh, what the fart exactly <laughs> that was perfect timing heather. that was that was heather, heather couldn't have done that <laughs> heather couldn't have timed that any better <laughs> that was perfect timing <laughs> i am so proud of you heather that that was just like Right on the money. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. You uh, guys are freaking awesome. Let me. Oh, I forgot. Get your ass oh, over to D Live. Everybody hype up the chat so she can open the chest before she says hype the chest up so she can open it. <laughs> See, I'll I'll say that for her so I, I so she doesn't get tongue tied. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and this is where my view comes in. I want to say, ladies, hugs. Gentlemen, fist bumps, everybody stay safe, stay strong. We will get through this. It's just another obstacle. Love you guys. Hope to see you tomorrow. I'm not even close to being done. You were supposed to drag it out a little bit longer. Okay, I can drag it. I'm dragging, I'm dragging, I'm dragging, I'm dragging. How much longer do I have to? I'm getting tired over here. <laughs> It's very slow going. That's not my friggin' fault. It is.
You're the one that switched over to restraint. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do with this channel but getting ridiculed, All right. beat on, cussed <laughs> at, de demoralized. <laughs> you almost said demonetized, didn't you? Almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I caught myself. Oh, what the fart? Exactly. <laughs> Keep it in. Uh, Hold that shit. You spit on your fucking screen. That's on you. I ain't buying another one. Yeah, Heather. He's not on DLive, though. He's on YouTube. But I will give you the link. As soon as I, I ain't on shit but my ass in a chair. That's what I'm on. Let me go ahead and open Oh, uh, Heather, I don't know if you want to come to my show. They're bad over there. <laughs> I don't even go half the time. We are no holds barred. Because I will tell you right now, it's Andy and Scott with him up there on chat. Or on the panel, I mean. My two co-hosts. There you go, hon. <laughs> yeah, Andy and Scott is his co-hosts. And so at your own risk. <laughs> just be careful. <laughs> I'm just warning you, hon. I have no, no, no platform. It's open. We talk about everything and anything. Foreskins, I mean, everything. Yep, from foreskins to the fucking brown eyes and butt plugs. <laughs> it's a, yeah, Nicole, Nicole, Heather, it's a polite chat in Eddie's, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, if I can get royalties off every lie that's said about my channel, I'd be fucking rich as fuck. <laughs> Andy says, three kinder gents you could just, couldn't wish for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Three Stooges. There you go, Nicole. That's what I'm talking about. Well, we already know who Curly is. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's true. So we're trying to decide now between me and Andy. Uh, what the fart? Exactly. <laughs> who is is Mo and who's Larry? I think we had to split them 50-50 each. Yeah, that's kind of hard. That's tough. But we know who Curly is because he's yeah. already bald. Yeah. So, and he's fat. Yeah. He's a grease monkey. We're, we're good. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you guys. I, I really do. Uh, thank you, every one of you, for coming in Definitely. to Shadow Show. Um, this is where i got to step out, let her uh, wind everything up. And it, it was great seeing you all today. So... All right, Jim. Hopefully see you guys tomorrow. The ones that can make it, if you can't, I understand. Everybody got a family and got, got things to do. Um, if not, hopefully I'll see you on Monday. Here, right here. Right here. On Shadow Show. <laughs> Love you guys. I'm opening up the chest now. I hit the button. So 30 seconds, guys. If it doesn't pop up, make sure you hit the chest. And it should pop up for you. The chest on the screen, not your chest. Yeah, not your chest. The chest on the screen. Eddie three, but this is Eddie three stooges. You got short and curly, Ho and Larry. <laughs> Who the hell is the Ho? <laughs> Night, Jim. Take care, hon. Be safe, everyone. All right, we got Nicole. Got ninety. Point zero lemons. So she got 90. I know, but <laughs> I was already in the midst of saying it, so it was like, couldn't stop. She got 90.0. Patrick got 52.1 lemons. Heather got 37.9. And Freaky Geek got 30.3.
Good job, guys. See, y'all need to be over in D-Live chatting it up more during the live feed. That's, that way you get more lemons. Did I? Did I? Do, oh, yeah. Did I? Did I? Did, did I? Did I do that? Did I do that? Did you dot your eye? <laughs> <laughs> it's because I unpaused it and I heard myself for a second, so I was like, what the hell? Oh, God, why did you do something like that? I don't know. Night, Jim. Thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you liked today's show. It was Freaky News Friday. Monday is Mar Marijuana Monday. Oh, no. I'm in. <laughs> Monday is Monday Musings, which is all about paranormal talk. We're going to be talking about automatic writing and automatic um, painting. I, I, think, I think Shadow said that because she wants me right now to smoke a little 420 to shut up and just go to fucking bed. <laughs> But take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. I love you guys so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. And, um, yeah, I hope you find something that makes you smile with your eyes today, guys. I love you. You're off camera, honey. That's okay. I